Hey, Kevin Draves here with The Howl for Diamond Box Bluetooth Speakers. I got to tell you, I play basketball at the gym down the road for me all the time. And sometimes I go late at night. I bring my Diamond Box. And now they're introducing three new systems. The new L2, XL2, and M2 all feature stereo sound by themselves or split stereo sound with wireless syncing of two units for a live sound experience. Loud enough for any environment. And I kid you not, you could play this at low volume and you'll hear it in any room of your house. This is the most powerful Bluetooth boombox speaker on the market today. Check them out on Twitter at Diamond Box Co. That's box with two X's, Diamond Box Co. You're listening to the NBA 2K League show on Dash Radio. So your name hangs with idols. Preparation everything fundamentals vital. Each game is survival. Never be true. Why the music do you sound like the Miami Heat? South Beach, they be showing us love. Takes it up. Oh, yeah, Everybody, welcome to the NBA 2K League show on Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel. Brought to you by Rode Microphones, studio quality with easy accessibility since 1967. We are your source for NBA 2K League coverage each and every week. Here, covering the best of the best, not the rest of the rest. All right, so we are now jumping into part two of the Timberwolves rebuild is what we're working with so far. Now, as far as what we did in the uh, the last simulated season, that would have been uh, the 2020-2021 season. So not this coming season, or not the season we're in right now, I should say, but the following season. Uh, and we did lose. We were the sixth seed taking on the three seed Houston Rockets. Uh, the Houston Rockets actually ended up being the NBA champs. So uh, we did lose in the first round, but if you're going to lose to someone – why not have it be the champions? So, uh, you know, maybe not the uh, most ideal ending to a season, but not too shabby. You finish as the sixth seed, and you lose to the uh, eventual champs. So not too shabby there. Taking a look at the offseason now, we jump into league meetings, as we always do. Now, taking a look, nothing was passed. Closest thing was opposing teams will enter the bonus after four team fouls have been committed in a single quarter. So that was really the closest thing. Uh, the other thing that was kind of close was changing the Rising Stars Challenge to 11 players per team. Nothing too crazy there. Uh, we jump ahead now to the draft lottery. I don't believe we have any picks in the draft lottery as far as did we make any trades, things like that. So we did not. And the winner of the draft lottery is the Bulls, which, man, thinking about what the Bulls have, um, man, you could, you could get some pretty nice stuff there. The Bulls, are a pretty good squad going forward would be my guess. Uh, we are the 23rd pick is our pick, and we actually do have Atlanta's pick, uh, which is the 21st pick, surprisingly. I think when you make a trade with Atlanta, you think it's going to be a little higher, but then you take into account great young talent. Obviously, they're in the East, which makes a huge difference. So, uh, you know, there's things to take into account anytime you're making a trade with some of these uh, up-and-coming teams. You never know if they're going to take that next step. So we're sitting at the, uh, you know, where we'd sign up our trainers, things like that, looking at all the options available to us. I would say we're pretty solid. We've got Ryan Saunders all set up, ready to go. We have uh, Otis Newman as our assistant. And we have a pretty good scout, Kuba Gooding, as well as a, a good trainer. So not much to really look at there. The one thing we do tend to do here is we actually do make our training staff or the trainer an A+, just because then it gives you uh, four training camps. And I think that's kind of your best option is, uh, cons especially given that the Wolves, 
have a really solid training staff in place now ever since Gerson Rosas took over. They've got a lot of stuff going on there. Obviously, in terms of uh, actual training facilities, Mayo Clinic Square, uh, that's one of the best in the business. And so there's a lot to like about that. So we're going to consistently do that this season on any of our uh, rebuilds. We are going to consistently, whether it's the Wolves, whether it's any of the other teams that we focus on, we are going to have it set up the same way. So moving on from staff signing, Next up, we do have the uh, NBA draft is what would be the next step. So uh, we do have – we found an injury concern with a player, which is really good, that the good training staff that we set up is able to find that. So here we go uh, jumping into the NBA draft, which is going to be a, a pretty good start to start to our offseason, I would say. Now taking a look, we jump to our pick. Again, we are sitting at the 21st pick, and then we also have 23. Now if we go over to scouting – you can take a look at team needs. Let's see what our team actually consists of at the moment. We'll start off with point guards. We have uh, Killian Hayes, uh, DeAnthony Melton, and we have two two-way players that are both point guards. We have Jeffrey Sparks, Travis Glover, and then Damian Roberts, actually. So we have a lot of point guards, and they're all very young. The oldest one is DeAnthony Melton, 23, and both him and Killian Hayes are 77 overall. But look at this. Jeffrey Sparks, a 73 overall at 20. You have Travis Glover, a 71 overall at 19. And then you have Damian Roberts, uh, 20 years old, 70 overall. Very solid. Oldest guy is 23. Every one of them is above a 77. Pretty solid value there. Shooting guards, Jarrett Culver, of course, and Matisse Thibel. Small forwards, you have Chris Middleton and Asir Little. So obviously we've revamped this Wolves squad already in just the first two years of, of trying this rebuild. Power forwards, you have Jordan Bell, Taj Gibson, Nas Reed, and Amar Sila. Centers, Carl Anthony Towns, and Myers Leonard. Now, we'll see. Some of these guys are still under contract. Do we want to maybe look to make some trades here uh, at draft night? I think it could be a decent option to see if any of these guys are worth trading, especially given how many point guards we have. It wouldn't be the worst option to maybe try to move on from one of these players. We do have D'Anthony Mount will be a, free, a restricted free agent. I think it's good to hold on to him at least one more season. Killian Hayes, of course, was a rookie. Chris Middleton, obviously we're not getting rid of him. We definitely could look for some improvement in the power forward position and in the backup center position, although Myers Leonard at a 78 is not too shabby, especially given Carl Towns is obviously going to be your mainstay and the player that is going to get the most work uh, at that position. So we'll wait on the trades. We'll take a look and see uh, who's actually available here at that 21st selection. There's got to be some interesting prospects. Looking at the top available player listed would be Jaden S. Would be Jaden Springer, uh, small forward. Uh, some of the other players that jump off the page, Reggie Perry would be a power forward. We talked about how there's a need there. Could be another good option. My only issue with the top available player, Jaden Springer, as a small forward. We've got really good small forwards right now, but also he's not very tall. Six foot five for a small forward in today's NBA is not ideal. You'd like something a little taller than that if you can get it. The next best player would be that Khalil Whitney, who's also a small forward, but he's got better size. 6'7", six, 7'1", seven, seven, wingspan. That's pretty good. I do like this Reggie Perry, though. Reggie Perry could be an interesting prospect. Uh, a B overall, a power forward. Uh, C-plus on offense, a C on defense. They have him as the sixth best power forward in the draft, but the best available currently. So there's that. Ceiling would be Carl Landry and a starter. His floor is Quincy AC on the bench. Interesting uh, strengths and weaknesses. Nothing jumps off the page too badly. Although they do question his shot blocking skills. We do have Carl Towns. So there's that. They talk about his frame is a little slight, so he's got to put on some weight. And no medical conditions that they know of. So let's take a look at some of the other data we have. Now, when you're going through the draft process, it's always important to kind of get an idea of some of the more important spots based on the players you're looking at. So, for example, this Reggie Perry, he is a power forward. Some of my issues I run into would be, you know, he's an okay, actually, he's an okay defender, an inside defender at B minus, uh, not a good three point shooter, which is okay. You have Towns for that, but uh, A minus for the mid, A minus for inside, and a B overall. I mean, so he's a pretty good scorer inside. He did not a good, actually, and for a power forward, he has C for perimeter defense, which is not that bad, actually. This could be an interesting prospect. They mentioned he's not a good shot blocker, but man, they've got some, there's some pretty good stuff to like there. B plus for potential. Honestly, there's a lot to like. They list his specialties as mid-range, inside scoring, and post-defense. 
I think it's a no-brainer here. We are going to grab Reggie Perry. Now, again, we have just one pick in between ours and theirs. So we have uh, the Magic, and then we get to actually draft right away, which is pretty cool. Again, you're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Right now, we are doing a Timberwolves rebuild. This is part number two in this Timberwolves rebuild. So here we go. Coming up, it is going to be our pick. Let's take a look and see uh, who actually is available to us here with uh, with the current strategy we're looking at. There's definitely going to be a number of players that we could look at that would maybe make a lot of sense uh, for us to draft here at pick number 23. And actually, we're not even going to spend much time on this now because you know who we're going to take? We're going to take Minnesota's own Matthew Hurt. Stretch four, three-point scoring, mid-range scoring, inside scoring. 6'9 with a 7'4 wingspan, and it's just kind of a cool aspect to grab a guy that is uh, from Minnesota. That's something I kind of like. Now, before we do that, though, given we're picking up two different power forwards, I think it could be a good option to go and look to try to trade some of the other pieces that we actually do have available to us. So going off of just the power forward position, we have Jordan Bell still available. We have Reggie Perry. Reggie Perry, by the way, is a 74. He's already almost as good as... Jordan Bell. So to me, it's it's a no-brainer to get rid of him. Jordan Bell's not making a ton of money, but you know, almost $7 million for two more years. There's going to be some value there. Now, I know our guy Kevin's going to be upset about this, but sorry, Kevin. We look to make this trade. I think it makes some sense. Uh, one, one of the offers we've been made is the Clippers offers two first-round picks, which to me jumps off the page as a no-brainer. The Kings are offering us a top-five protected pick, another pretty good value. You could get Fred Van Vliet. We've been offered Aaron Wiggins from the Los Angeles Lakers. Josh Green, pretty good prospect uh, at the shooting guard position. Uh, another first-round pick from the Nets. Mac McClung, one of our favorite players, uh, one of our favorite prospects, fun guy to watch. Uh, we've been offered him by the Nuggets. So there's a number of good options available to us. And given the value that's out there for some of these guys, to me it's a no-brainer. We definitely have to make a trade. A first-round pick and a second-round pick from the Suns, both unprotected. That could be interesting. Now, if you want to be a little better right away, we do have the option of trading for 80 overall Paul Millsap. It'd be Jordan Bell in a second. I think that's a little... I, I like Paul Millsap, but he's only under contract for one more season, and I don't know that he gives you the long-term value you're looking for. The problem you run into with the Clippers pro prospects as far as the two first-round picks they offered us is against the Clippers, very good chance that they win the championship. So that could be a tough sell. Looking at some of the other options, we did talk about Josh Green. I don't know that we necessarily need that from, you know, kind of what we're trying to build. I think it's a good option to look at some of these other teams. The first and second round picks from the Suns, I think could be pretty good. That's probably one of our better values. Now, again, this is two years down the road. This is not the current Suns team. So they are going to be a little bit better than they were currently, or they were, uh, you know, in the real, real season right now that's going on. Man, it's, this is a tough call, and this is one of those things where there's so many good values available to you, you don't want to make the wrong call. That 22 uh, top five protected Kings pick is another one that jumps off the page for me. But I think, ultimately, if we're going to trade one of Kevin's favorite guys, let's grab another one that he likes. We will trade for Mac McClung. So Jordan Bell for Mac McClung is the offer, and we are going to take that deal. Boom. So Jordan Bell to the Nuggets, Mac McClung to the Timberwolves. Now, Taking a look at if there's anyone else on this squad that we actually want to move on from, especially at that power forward position, looks like we just have, so we have Reggie Perry, and then we do have Amar Sila, who actually is a really good prospect, uh, 19 years of age, 72 overall, and actually, given we're going to try to grab Matthew Hurt, this guy could be a pretty good trade candidate. Now, let's take a look at what some of his uh, you know, abilities or, or good things are. He's a pretty good rebounder. That's one thing that Perry is not. Perry is not a great rebounder. The other interesting thing is that Amar Silla is actually a fantastic perimeter defender, which is very interesting to me, and a pretty good, you know what? Honestly, he's a better player than our Reggie Perry. And at this point, I think it's safe to say I we look to trade Reggie Perry. If you can do that, and maybe get a, another pretty good prospect in the mix, I think it's probably worth it. Uh, one trade offer that's out there is Reggie Perry plus our other first-round pick for a 20-year-old Euro stash, a center, and Andre Roberson. So this would be a pick with the Bulls. That's that's not bad. That, a 20-year-old at a 73 overall, we talked about possibly bringing in someone else that could help out uh, long-term, 
at that center position. That would be a very, very good option, I think. Clippers, of course, are willing to throw in two first-round picks again. We can get Tyus Jones back from the Grizzlies. I think we're pretty set, though, at the point guard position currently. Definitely not something we're looking to do. Uh, Aaron Wiggins in a first-round pick for Reggie Perry and our other first. I'd like to keep Matthew Hurt, so I'm not looking to include our other first-round pick if I can help it. One thing I've noticed as far as these trades are concerned, a lot of teams are trying to trade us shooting guards, which I find kind of interesting. We could look to trade. We have a couple second-round picks. That's another thing that people have tried to get from us. I don't think that's worth it, though. Ultimately, I'm going to go with that Clippers trade. Two first-round picks for our first-round pick. I think it's worth it. And then we can go in, and I think that's where we're going to stop as far as trades are concerned. I kind of like a lot of the other stuff that we have here. And then we will grab Matthew Hurt is going to be the pick. Uh, 6'9", out of Duke, of course. Very good player, if you ask me. Now we jump ahead to our second-round picks. Maybe someone's going to drop. Maybe we'll get lucky. We are sitting at pick number 43 overall is our first pick. Looks like the best available player, it would be a power forward, although I think we can kind of stay away from that at the moment. And that would be a, although it would be a B minus, but he's older. He's 24 years of age. It looks to me like there's not a lot of value as far as young players is concerned. There's an interesting prospect, kind of similar statistics to Matthew Hurt. His name is Bradford Rose, another power forward. Ultimately, I think what we'll do, just given we probably don't want to spend too much time here, and if we're going to rebuild this team, we don't need too many second-round picks. We've already got a pretty young team. So we'll trade those picks, and then we'll jump ahead to the free agency period and take a look there. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel, and this is our 2K rebuild of the Minnesota Timberwolves. So here we are at free agency, taking a look at some of our options that would be available to us. I'm not sure what direction we for sure want to go a lot of it's going to depend on uh, who's available and at what price the problem we run into is we're already three million over the cap we have 11 players so we just need four more players plus our two-way guys so we're sitting in the moratorium first thing we will do is go after our two-way players our two-way prospects uh, the best one available will be jamal reese a power forward center which i think fits what we're kind of trying to build here so we will offer him a two-way deal Again, the way to do that and to find out who's available for two-way contracts or willing to take them is to sort first by age, go to the youngest because that makes the most sense, and then to sort by expected amount of money, go to the least amount there, and you'll have your answer for who's available and at what different positions. So some of the options we have are we already got went out to that power forward. Uh, the next best player would be a point guard. We don't necessarily need that, but you want to grab talent where you can get it, and you hope some of these players kind of develop into something bigger than they currently are. Now, before we move on to uh, day number two of the moratorium and see if we did sign these players, we're going to take a look at our roster and just kind of go over some of the money I think is going to be important. That could be part of it, just to get an idea of where we sit and who makes sense to maybe look to move on from, if anybody, because we don't, again, we don't have any cap room, and we lost in the first round. So we do have room to improve. Now, we, of course, did make some improvements via the draft, but now free agency, there's a couple nice pieces. Giannis Antetokounmpo is available. He is unrestricted, so you got to keep that in mind. That could be a guy that we look to target. It's going to be a tough sell, uh, obviously, to Giannis, but you never know. Looking at uh, who we have available here. All right, so... We're breaking it down by position. So point guards were loaded at the point guard spot. The only two guys that are signed, though, would be Melton and Killian Hayes. I don't think either one of those guys are going to go anywhere. We don't really want to lose that value. I like DeAnthony Melton. Very, very solid player. Good defensive prospect as well. Now, the only concern I have with him is he's on a one, he only has one year left, and he's restricted. So we'd be able to re-sign him, but... He makes a decent amount of money, and he's probably going to want more than that. So given that, I think it's going to be a good option to move on now. We have some younger pieces we can play at that backup spot, and I think that would make a lot of sense for what we're trying to do here and hopefully free up a little bit of cap space. Again, we don't, have, we don't need a ton of cap space, but if we can maybe make a, a solid move to get something freed up and maybe just make a little more room to give us a, maybe a, a shot at a point, uh, uh, some sort of a prospect or free agent, uh, in this period. Uh, Sacramento Kings offered us a first and a second. Uh, I think that's a no-brainer for me. I'm just going to make that trade. So we have made that an option. Now we go back and take a look at the rest of the squad. So that puts us at a little bit of a hole at the point guard position. But again, we've got a bunch of guys. Our two two-way prospects from the following from the last season were point guards. The two-way prospect we picked up for this year is also a point guard. So I'm not too worried there. 
Uh, shooting guard position, we have a lot of players. Uh, Matisse Thibel, Jarrett Culver, and we do, of course, have Mac McClung now. Mac McClung is listed as a point guard shooting guard, very ball dominant, definitely can play some of that point guard position. So that actually takes off a little bit of our worry as far as point guard position is concerned, which is really nice. So we don't necessarily have to re-sign any of the players from the previous season. Now, Chris Middleton, he does have a player early termination option, but uh, I think we, you know, we've still got him for a few more years. You're not looking to necessarily move on from him. At power forward, you have a few guys available. Matthew Hur, who we just drafted. We do still have Nas Reed, a very good prospect who I like. And then Amar Sila. Ultimately, I really, really like what we're building here. I like a lot of our players. The guy we're going to move on from, I think, is Myers Leonard. Uh, free up a little more space behind Carl Towns. Hopefully, we're able to make some sort of a trade that will get us somebody that makes sense right off the bat, as well as free up some cap space. So let's take a look at some of the options here. You have uh, Onyeka Okongwu and Aaron Wiggins for uh, future first, lottery protected, from Ann Myers Leonard. That's not a bad trade, honestly. But I don't know that that's the direction I want to go to, and I'd like to probably, if we can, free up space as opposed to picking up another player that's going to take on uh, either the same or more cap space. The Pistons, by the way, two lottery protected firsts. To me, that's a no-brainer, and I think that's the direction we're going to go. Ooh, the Spurs, they have a completely unprotected first in 25 and then a lottery protected in 23. I do think the Pistons are going to be the worst of the teams. You don't have Greg Popovich. Sorry, man. I think that's the better trade, so we will go that route. So we are amassing a number of first-round picks. The great thing is we don't necessarily have to use those picks in the draft. Maybe we use them as trade fodder. We have a ton of different options available to us. So jumping back into the moratorium now, we have, we're have we up to almost $12 million in cap space. That's not too shabby. Now, again, we talked about Giannis as a guy we, could, we would try to look to target. That's not happening, not with our current cap situation. Now, the one thing we could look to do if we wanted to would be move on from Chris Middleton and try to pair Giannis with Cat. It would be tough, but and it would it'd be not the easiest solution, but I think that could be fun to try to make it, try to pull it off. The other guys that are unrestricted, how about this list? You have Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Sorry to Chris Middleton, but these guys are better. And if we can make a trade for one of them, or if we can make a trade to free up the space available to get one of those guys, it's to me, it's it's 100% worth it. So our, let's take a look and see uh, what some of our options are here for the Timberwolves. Uh, a lot of guys that were being offered make a decent amount of money. So the problem you're into right now is that not many teams are willing to take on the money that he is due. And that's the tough part. Uh, uh, here's an interesting one. Johnny Juzang in a first-round pick for Chris Middleton from the Lakers, Johnny Juzang, a small forward prospect, 20 years old, just one year, $1.54 million. So there's a team that's willing to basically take on that entire salary. That's huge. Uh, we could also go after Brandon Ingram. So Brandon Ingram and a first for Chris Middleton and a second. For anyone that's not following right now, Brandon Ingram's playing really well. So maybe 2K makes some adjustments to him. But he's already 84 overall, 23 years of age. I, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. And what's nice about... Uh, Brandon Ingram is now you're not so worried about missing out on those other prospects, but you can't make the deal for them if you do this if you do that trade. So I think we're going to pass on that. Ultimately, looking at some of these other deals, Jaden McDaniels, Jaden McDaniels, 20 years of age, small forward. Honestly, this is the deal. We're going to make this trade, and we are going to hope that we get one of those big name prospects. If not, though, we do have Jaden McDaniels who can help us build for the future. So here we are at the moratorium. We now have the cap space available to go after these guys. We're going to make that move. We're going after Giannis. It just, to me, it, it makes too much sense to at least make the offer. Now, we will make it a player option, and we also give him a no-trade clause. And this is the max amount of money possible. I, I think it's a, it's a good value uh, for him. He's getting what he wants. He's also getting that uh, extra year that he can choose whether or not he wants to keep it. And I think that gives him a little bit of flexibility, which is nice. We're also going to go after Kawhi Leonard because we're not stupid. We want to go after everybody we can have a chance at. We're giving him the no-trade clause. We're giving him the player option. We're going to see what the maximum amount we can offer Kawhi Leonard is. Uh, he actually, the, the initial salary he was asking for is not the max he can make. So we're actually going to give him the max offer. And at 99 overall, Kawhi Leonard. If you could get him, how great would that be? And I don't think we have another offer. Can we? Looks like, yep, 
We can make an offer to Paul George. Now, Paul George obviously is a step down just in terms of age and his overall is a little lower. But if that's, I mean, that's a pretty, if you ask me, that is a pretty good consolation prize. Same kind of deal, max money, player option, no trade clause. And we are offering that. And there we go. That is our three offers as we jump into day two. Let's see if anyone accepts them. Here we go. And Giannis has agreed to it. That's it. We got Giannis. How great is that? Giannis has agreed. Now, uh, actually, and I take that back, we actually can choose from all of them. So Kawhi Leonard said yes, Giannis said yes, and Paul George said yes. But given the difference in age, Giannis has got to be the guy we go after. So there it is. We are signing Giannis. He is an unrestricted free agent, so there's nothing that anyone can do to stop us. He is going to make it on this team. Uh, a couple things to of note. Uh, we did... By doing this to make all this uh, money up, we are renouncing the rights to the rest of our uh, rest of our players. It looks like that's the only way to make it work. I'm trying to see if there's any other options. We did, by the way, get our both our two-way players, so that's something that, that works out pretty good. But some of the guys you're going to be renouncing the rights to, Nasir Little, and then uh, some of the point guard prospects we had talked about. My only concern would be there's a Jeffrey Sparks was one of our two-way players could be a good option if we can hold on to him somehow so i'm going to see if uh, some of these guys we can keep the we can keep the cap holds because they're not making a lot of money and it would be nice to maybe get them uh on a short-term deal even if it's just for the the minimum so here we go we did sign Giannis. what what a coup that is now again i'm not saying that's realistic but carl towns think about this that he's going to be a draw if you look at how good he's playing lately he is putting up MVP-type numbers, all-star caliber numbers. And if you're one of these young players in the NBA, wouldn't you want to come play with Carl Towns if you can? I think you would. So that's just a kind of a storyline to watch for, and I think it could be interesting to see what ends up happening down the road. Uh, Mike Conley is available. I don't think we have the cap to sign Mike Conley, though, would be my only concern. Well, it's interestingly enough, we might have the money for it, but it, it could be tough to swing it. We'll hold off on that for now. Taking a look at some of the other point guards that are available. Spencer Dinwiddie uh, could be interesting. Markel Fultz, if we wanted to go that route. he's uh, My understanding is he's starting to look pretty good for the Orlando Magic. Maybe his career you know, takes a turn. Dennis Smith Jr. Ultimately, though, we do have Killian Hayes, a young prospect. I don't think it makes a lot of sense for us to go this route. So we'll move on to uh, continue what we're looking at here and moving on to the kind of the rest of... Uh, uh, what we're looking at. So Damian Roberts was another player we talked about, one of our young prospects. Uh, it's asking us if we want to renounce his rights. So a lot of these guys, we are going to renounce their rights. Uh, Nasir Little, though, and Jonathan, or sorry, Jeffrey Sparks are the two guys we're going to try to hold on to if we can. I think it makes some sense, just given now you have some flexibility. You've got good young pieces. you got Jaden McDaniels. If you get one more season of Nasir Little, a lot of it depends on what kind of contract he's looking for. Some of these guys are looking for way too much money, and we're not going to be able to afford them regardless. So we're going to have to kind of keep an eye on that to see what makes the most sense. So I don't know. Time will tell uh, with this Wolves team. We're going to finish up the offseason here, and then we'll come back at you at the beginning of the season and go over the roster. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel. This is our Timberwolves rebuild using 2K20. Here we are back for the start of the 2021 season. Let's take a look at the roster. So we have Killian Hayes. We did grab Matthew Dalladova on a min deal. And then we have Jeffrey Sparks and our two-way prospect, Darren Hilliard. So a few good options there. Shooting guard, you have Jarrett Culver, Matisse Thibel, Mac McClung, and we got Danny Green. Small forwards, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Jaden McDaniels, and of course, Danny Green has that flexibility as well. Power forwards, Nas Reed. We also have Amar Sila, Matthew Hurt, and Jamal Reese, our two-way prospect. And centers, Carl Towns, and we did sign Hassan Whiteside. So a pretty interesting, uh, interesting roster, I would say. Taking a look at the power rankings, predictions, I would say we got to be one of the top ones. I, I just don't see how we couldn't be. NBA.com has us as number three. Let's see, 2K Sports, oof, 2K, haters. 2K Sports has us as one of the last teams in the league, 28th. There's no chance that happens. And Eric Benish, he has us as third as well. So very interesting there. You wonder if Eric Benish, maybe he's going to be the new Mark Spears. And it's the he's the guy that just always seems to think teams are going to be better than they are. 
Let's just kind of jump through here. We'll take a look at uh, – we'll simulate through the the end of November. So we'll go to November 30th, which is a game against the Orlando Magic, taking a look at who or how the team does, uh, you know, losses, wins, that sort of thing. Early loss to the Sacramento Kings. We have some good pieces, obviously players like Marvin Bagley, De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Heald. There's lots to like about what they're building in Sacramento. It's it's a, it's not the team you want to lose to when you have Carl Towns and Giannis, but let's not pretend that they are depleted of talent. They've got some nice pieces there. Uh, we got offered a first-round pick and Bruno Fernando for Matthew Hurt and a first-round pick. No, we're not doing that. No chance. We did have an early loss. Close loss, though, to the Clippers. And actually, this, the Kings' loss was close as well. Wow, we just got blown up by the Hornets. Let that sink in. That's a rough one. Uh, we get, we're getting offers left and right for some of our good prospects, guys like Jaden McDaniels, Matthew Hurt, players that we we did, end up, in fact, end up sending to training camps. We definitely sent a number of our young players there. We are sitting at 5-3 and three early on. Funny thing, we just mentioned the Kings. They're willing to trade us Marvin Bagley in a first-round pick for Jarrett Culver and Nas Reed. We are going to pass on that, but it's a pretty solid offer, to be honest. And it probably would have made our team a little better, long, uh, maybe long-term. Short-term, for sure, because we're sitting at that power forward position. We're a little light, just in terms of talent there. As we're moving forward, we're almost to that end of November, sitting at 9-3, and 80% chemistry. Uh, some of the highest chemistry I've seen in a long time in this game. 2K20 is a lot more stingy with the chemistry points, and it's a lot more difficult to kind of get to that, uh, that next step or that next level uh, in terms of the chemistry. So one thing to keep in mind. Uh, let's see, taking a look. We did lose, unfortunately, by one point to the Magic. Not the best place to end, but 12-4 and four with 80% chemistry. Pretty solid start to the season. Let's take a look here quick at the standings. So uh, looking at the league standings, we're third in the West. We are behind the Lakers and the Suns. Uh, pretty surprising as far as the Suns are concerned, but good for them, I guess. Nuggets not far behind us. Some pretty solid teams uh, overall. Taking a look at power rankings, NBA.com has us as number one. We are two according to 2K Sports. And uh, Eric Benish, uh, by the way, 2K Sports, what happened to that 28 power ranking you had us preseason? I'm just saying. And we are second according to Eric Benish. Pretty good start to the season. We're going to jump ahead now to the trading deadline and take a look and see how the team is looking at that point. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel. This is our 2K20 Timberwolves rebuild segment. Girl, I was trying. I did everything to reach out to you. 
All right, here we are at the trade deadline, sitting at 39 and 13, 82% chemistry. And I think that really tells you just how difficult it is to get the chemistry levels high. Previous years, so in 2K19, you're talking chemistry, uh, championship level chemistry, anyways, was probably in that 92, 93%. Obviously, sitting at 39 and 13, we're a team that has a good shot at winning the championship, and we do not have anything close to that as far as that um, amount of chemistry is concerned. Taking a look at where we stand, power rankings. We are number one for NBA.com, 2K Sports, and Eric Benesh. All of all have us as the number one team as far as power rankings. We are number one in the Western Conference at 39 and 13. At two is the Lakers at 36 and 16. Looking over to the East, we are four games above or four wins above the closest team. That is the number one Detroit Pistons. So one thing to keep in mind there. Looking at our squad, we're looking pretty solid. I'm interested to see kind of the statistics, uh, what the team has done, and maybe look to see if there's anything we can do to make any changes to improve us. Honestly, there's probably not a lot we're going to be able to do as far as improvement, given we're already this good. And you don't want to mess with the chemistry that you're already sitting at. And so probably, most likely, it's going to be where we kind of stay where we're at. Uh, Looking at, if you go by points per game, uh, looking at uh, Giannis is 25 per game at ninth in the league. And Carl Towns, obviously his usage rate is being uh, taken down quite a bit, just given uh, how far down he is on this list. In fact, we're almost to 40, and we're, there he is, 40. He's exactly 40, 20 points per game. He is sitting, how many rebounds? So 20 points per game, just under 12 rebounds, four assists, 1.1 blocks. I mean, the guy's getting the job done, 100%. We talked about uh, Giannis being a top 10 scorer at 25 points per game. Uh, also adding in uh, just under 10 rebounds per game, seven assists, two steals, 1.7 blocks. There's a reason why we are as good as we are. Top scorer, by the way, is Steph Curry and uh, Irving and Durant in the East for the Nets at two and three. Both at almost 30 points per game. So pretty impressive there. Lots to like from our team. I'm very pleased. Ultimately, I don't think it makes sense to make any changes. Why not just kind of stick? If it's not broke, don't fix it. We're going to go with that model as we go to start the simulation of the second half of the season. Wow. We just got offered a trade that I, I, I don't even know what to say to this. That's how good this trade is. It's, it's a, Right before the trade deadline. So we were at the trade deadline. Uh, This is like a last minute. Wow, I'm shocked. Uh, Yeah, we're negotiating this for sure. We were just offered Trey Young for Jeffrey Sparks and Jaden McDaniels. That is not a typo. That is actually a trade that just got offered to us. It's a no-brainer. We have to do it, right? You can't pass up on on Trey Young. Trey Young's fantastic. I like Jaden McDaniels a lot. Jeffrey Sparks, a solid prospect, but this is a no-brainer to me. Uh, this is something that just has to happen. Boom, we're accepting it. That's arguably the best trade I've ever seen. I mean, that's that's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, we do make this trade. Yeah, again, I don't. This is that's one of the best trades I've ever seen. Two uh, K offer us, I and mean, that makes our team. Just so incredibly impressive, uh, top to bottom. Let's take a look at this. Now you're talking big three, by the way. I mean, just fantastic what this team looks like. So your point guards, you have Trey Young and Killian Hayes. So you have an 89 overall for Trey Young. Killian Hayes is an 81. Now you're, And we still have Del Vadova and Darren Hilliard. I mean, it's pretty, pretty impressive what we're working with now. The downside, I will say to Trey Young, is he's uh, one year left. This is his last year. So... It's going to be tough. We're probably going to have to see what we can do to keep him. Could be really difficult. But at this point, you're going for the championship, and you have to make that trade. No questions asked. You're a little light at the power forward position, but honestly, given the rest of the makeup of this squad, who cares? It's just so good. Such a good squad. And I'm still at a loss. I'm, I'm shocked that they offered this trade, but it's, it's a no-brainer, and, and, and it's what we had to do. Uh, no questions asked. So again, 39 and 13, 82% chemistry, jumping into the second half of the season. Uh, we Well, so we are going to pass the trade deadline, uh, but we are going to, before we move on further in the season, take a look at the contract extensions just to kind of get an idea. Surprisingly enough, uh, our number one power forward, Nas Reed, says he will not re-sign. 
He said, I've spent enough time with the Timberwolves. It's time for me to move on. That's crazy to me. And the reason why that's crazy is it says he's loyal. Not loyal, buddy. We gave you a shot, and you are walking out the door. All right, well, goodbye to Nas Reed, and hello to the second half of the season. We might win a championship, so Nas is going to get us, or help us get a ring. We're going to help him get a ring more than anything else because he's not that good yet in his career on 2K20. So here we go, second half of the season. Uh, we started off with a mixed bag win and loss. A win to the Kings. That's been a team that we've struggled with a little bit. And some nice, uh, some nice back and forth as far as the team is concerned. Now we do, the interesting thing here is we're actually short players. So we are, we're short a player. We do need to grab one more player at the minimum in order to actually move on in the season because we just don't have enough guys. So we'll grab a, you know, you don't really need to grab anything too fancy. You know, we talked about power forward being a need. We'll just grab Tyler Reese, top available player at the minimum, and it makes some sense to grab a guy that is a little young and at least has a, some room to grow and at a position that we actually need players for. So there we go. Starting it up again, simulating through the end of the season. Good start so far. Just one loss on the second half of the year. We're sitting at 43-14. and 14. Uh, We talked about some of the other teams that were pretty good. We beat the... Nuggets, who have been pretty solid so far in this season. Coming up, we have the second-best team in the West. We're taking on the Lakers. And we get, uh, let's see, ooh, we do lose a close one. That's unfortunate. That's one of our uh, you know, b- biggest competitions. Uh, got some nice wins against the Bucks, the Celtics. The Suns have been a team we've struggled with a bit in this simulation. I've noticed if looking at the schedule, we just beat the Suns. Uh, a loss to the Heat, unfortunately. A pretty big loss, too, by 22 points. Hopefully that was an away game. Uh, 47 and 47 and 16 is where we're sitting right now. Pretty solid squad. Uh, you got a nice win against the Bulls. Close loss to the Spurs. Again, it's it's mostly wins, but you're 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 starting to see a little bit of a trend the last three weeks here, where we have uh, a few tough losses. Two losses to the Rockets, a loss to the Lakers. So we've lost to some of the top teams in the West. Can we redeem ourselves? We do. We have a nice uh, 20 point win over the Lakers. Again, we're sitting at the about the end of March, so not much left in the season. 51 and 18 is our current record. Pretty solid. Got a couple of nice wins. We're going to finish hopefully on the right direction. Coming up a tough game against the Rockets. This is a must win. And we pull it off. Wow, we blow them out of the water. 133 to 102. So a good solid end to the season so far. There is, it looks like one week left. Lost to the Jazz, a close one. A blowout win against the Suns. Can we keep it going against some Eastern Conference teams? Yep, a nice win against the Pistons. Going up against the Blazers April 10th. So we only have three games left. 50, let's see, 59 and 19 is our current record. Are we going to hit 60 wins? And we do hit 60. 60 and 19. And here we go, 61 and 19. So we're almost down to the wire. There's two games left. Spurs and Blazers win. And if we win this one, we're on a big, yep, and we win again. Huge winning streak, 63-19 and 19 to end the season. Giannis is your MVP for the Timberwolves. 25.5 points, 10.4 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals, and 1.8 blocks. He learned how to shoot the 3, by the way, 39% from there. Pretty solid numbers. Jalen Green is your Rookie of the Year. Not a shock. He's going to be a very solid player. D'Angelo Russell, 6th Man of the Year with the Warriors. Anthony Davis is your Defensive Player of the Year. And Nico Mannion is your most improved. Coach of the year, by the way, good old Ryan Saunders. Very, very impressive at 63-19. and 19, Doing a great job so far. Granted, he's got a lot of talent, but got to be able to coach that talent, and he's done that. First team, All-NBA. Of course, Giannis has the MVP, makes first team. Uh, second team and third team, wow. So one of the things that you do lose when you bring on Giannis, apparently, is because he's used so much... You actually don't have Carl Towns making All-NBA. Giannis does make a first-team defensive, and it looks like nothing else matches there. All-rookie, we don't really have any rookies that would have played enough, so no one on that squad either. We are the number one seed in the West. The Hornets, by the way, I was kind of uh, thinking it was unfortunate we lost to them earlier in the season. They're the number one seed in the East all of a sudden. Crazy. Here we go. We're going to simulate round number one. We're taking on the eight-seed Dallas Mavericks. 1-0. Let's keep it going. 2-0. Can we go for some the sweep? 3-0 and 
boom, 4-0. We do sweep the Mavericks. Very nice start to the season. Now, uh, the playoff season is, has started here, and unfortunately, a team I talked about we struggle with sometimes, we play in round number two, and that is the five-seed Phoenix Suns. Here we go. Simulating the round. Starts off 1-0 Timberwolves, 2-0 Timberwolves. Can we win in Phoenix? And we get the sweep. 4-0, 8-0 total. Moving on to the Western Conference Finals, taking on the two-seed Denver Nuggets across the way. Charlotte is in the Eastern Conference Finals take with the three-seed New York Knicks. Here we go. Us against the Nuggets. Can we pull it off? Oof, we are getting smoked early on. 2-2 now. We brought it back. 3-2, 3-3, and we move on. That was a close one. We lost both games at home to start that series, and then we won the games in Detroit, Denver, a little bit of a back and forth. Took it to seven games, and here we are taking on the Hornets. Now, I will say, if you're looking at in terms of which team has the most energy, it's not us. Charlotte won four games to one, although we might come in a little more prepared. We've been kind of able to get into our set and see how things worked out. Here we go. Championship game. Timberwolves taking on the Hornets, and away we go. First game goes to the Hornets. Game two goes to us. Three to the Hornets. We tie it up. We take the lead, and we we win it. Champions in seven games. There you have it, folks. That is how you rebuild the Minnesota Timberwolves. Am I right? Very, very fantastic. What a great job building up this franchise. Giannis is your MVP. 99 overall. Again, this is how we ended up doing in just the third season. So right now we're 1920. Uh, 2021, and this was season 21-22. Very, very cool. Now, we got a little more time left on the show. Could be a pretty good option to we'll get through the offseason, come back at you at the start of the next season, and we'll take a look at what the roster looks like at that point, and we will go through one more season. Let's see if these Timberwolves are able to repeat as champions. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel. This is our Timberwolves Rebuild Part 2 of 2K20. Such a long time I've been waiting, I've been waiting for a long time Such a long time I've been waiting, I've been waiting for a long time Such a long time Oh, this shit bliss, I'm so rich Abs like Abercrombie Fitch Versace boxes on my dick But I running through my piss Honey, I 50 meters, it's a fish 50 carrots on my fist The roof go down when I hit switch Her money ball at Bradley Pitt I work so hard for all this shit Pumping out classics In them Batmobile going back such a long time I've been waiting, I've been waiting for a long time Such a long time I've been waiting, I've been waiting for a long time Such a long time I'm in Central Pay, I had a check wrist I just bought my girl a new necklace One, two, three, four, five, six I take them all, don't matter List. You try to give advice, I don't need it. I've been doing what I want since Phoenix. What you call holiday, I call another day. And I ain't never stopping, no apologies. Such a long time. I've been waiting, I've been waiting for a long time. Such a long time. I've been waiting, I've been waiting for a long time. Such a long time. All right, we are back here in the start of the next season. Let's take a look at our roster, go over power rankings, what we normally do. So Trey Young was able to get him to re-sign. 
Uh, we still have Killian Hayes and Darren Hilliard. So how about that? Our third string point guard is still an 80 overall, and our backup's an 83. Trey Young a 91. It's as good as it gets. We are stacked. Uh, looking at the shooting guard position, Jarrett Culver, Matisse, Thibel, Mac McClung, and Danny Green. Small forwards, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Trey Patterson, and Tyler Isley is our two-way prospect. Trey Patterson, by the way, six foot eight, sorry, six foot nine, seven foot four wingspan as a power forward. Yeah, I'll take that all day long. Uh, power forwards, we were able to make some moves. This is pretty great. This is an awesome system we have set up now. How about our power forward starting power forward, Lowry Markinen? Very, very fantastic. We were able to re-sign our good young prospect, Jamal Reese. We still have Matthew Hurt. We actually made a trade. We got Reggie Perry, the player we had drafted the previous year. And then we still have Amar Sila and two-way player Brad Nash. And then center is Carl Towns. Some of those players obviously have some flexibility to play the center position, which is why we didn't need to keep Hassan Whiteside, who was part of a trade in the offseason. So that gets us to the power rankings, taking a look and see how they like us. We are second, according to NBA.com. 2K Sports, forever the haters have us 24th which is just ridiculous. And Eric Benish as second. I think he gets it. So here we go. We are going to now jump ahead. We'll jump to the trade deadline and come back at you then. You're listening to Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. All right, so as we sit at the trade deadline, we're sitting at looking at a team that is very similar to last season's pace. We're 37-14. and 14. Surprisingly, though, 67% chemistry. Pretty surprising to me. I think part of that is we have four losses over the last two weeks. Uh, so it's it's been a, a little bit of a downturn uh, right before the trade deadline. But still, you're sitting at a very, very solid record. Tough to be too upset about that. We are going to uh, take a look real quickly just at the standings. We are number one in the West. We are ahead by just a game, though. And as far as the East, uh, the East is really close. We're only a game ahead of the number one team there, which is the Hawks as we jump in to the second half of the season. I'm hoping for a, a double win. Now, if we can get that second championship, it'd be pretty huge. We did, by the way, get one last-ditch big trade offer. I, I thought about it, but I like Lowry Markinen too much. We just got offered John Collins for Lowry Markinen. Not a bad deal whatsoever, but I don't want to mess with our, with our already not-great chemistry, so we are going to move past that. Uh, one thing we will double-check is the actual contract extensions page just to get an idea of whether or not anyone is willing to stay or if anyone's even eligible. And actually, no one is eligible except for Matisse Thibel, and he is undecided. So I'm thinking if we get two championships, he'd probably want to stay. Of course, the issue is going to be, given all the talent on this team, we're probably not going to have the cap space to keep everybody. So the one thing 2K does not take into account is uh, – like hometown discounts, guys that are willing to stay for less money. You don't really see that in 2K20, so it's going to be tough to keep this uh, entire core intact. Uh, 40 and 15, 71% chemistry as we just passed the all-star break. we got to have a big second half and a good run in the playoffs if we're going to find a way to win the back-to-back titles. A lot of the teams that were good last year don't seem to be as good this year. You talk about the Hornets were the number one team before. Right now it looks to be the Hawks. So... It's one of those things where year to year, it doesn't take much to change, especially in the NBA where you have so much influx of talent every offseason. 44 and 16, 74% chemistry. Chemistry's trending in that right direction. I kind of feel like what you get in 2K20 is you want to get like that 75 to 80% as far as chemistry is concerned is where you get like that championship level. And so we're right in that ballpark. So I, I like our odds. We're 46 and 17 we're mixing in a few too many losses for my liking. A loss to the Knicks, who were the three seed last year in the East. A loss to the Pistons. Uh, we've been pretty consistent with some of these teams, though. Uh, talk about kind of a fall from grace. I can't remember the last time I've seen us lose to the Warriors. We actually beat them 158-118. to I mean, that is an absolute domination. 50-17 and 17 is the record. 81% chemistry. So we have jumped into that 80 percentile, which is huge. I don't think I've ever seen much higher than that. I've definitely never seen 90% on the new 2K. Uh, It's just a stricter policy. It's why you saw a lot of players actually drop in terms of their overall rankings or rating uh, coming into the season. 54 and 17, we are just hitting the month of April. So we do have a few games left. Not a ton, but there's enough where we can make that jump. Hopefully we can get into the 60 wins again. 
We are almost there at 57 and 17. The way we're playing, I would assume you're going to have a guy like Giannis as repeat MVP. It'd be nice to see Carl Towns get some recognition in one of the All-NBA teams, but I get that it's tough with all the talent on this roster. It's tough to have more than one guy just jump off the page in terms of statistics. Uh, 61 and 17, so we did hit the 60-win threshold. Very cool there. And now we are about to get into the playoffs. Very close. 63 and 17, two games left on the season. We get a win against the Blazers, and do we win the last game against the Grizzlies? We do. Here we go, jumping into the playoffs. We start with superlatives, though. Giannis is your MVP. Rookie of the year is Jabari Smith Jr. Bull Bull is your sixth man. Giannis, defensive player of the year. Very cool. Most improved is Jaden McDaniels. Uh, sort of former Tim Wolf. Had him briefly. And Ryan Saunders is your repeat coach of the year. As far as first team, Giannis makes first team. Darren Hilliard actually makes all-rookie second team. Very cool. But let's see, all-NBA, and there is no towns, unfortunately. All-defensive, though, Giannis Antetokounmpo. And again, we do have an all-rookie player. So very cool there. Here we go. We are actually just going to simulate right through the playoffs. We're not going to take any chances. We're not going to take it slow. We like our odds. 2-0, and we are up against the 8-seed Oklahoma City Thunder. And we do get, ooh, not a sweep. They take one, and that's it. They just take one. We move on to the second round. Taking on the four-seed Dallas Mavericks. Round number two, Dallas takes one. We take the next two. We take the next three and 4-1 as we move on to the Western Conference Finals. Western Conference Finals, we take the first two at home. We take one in Houston, and we move on to the championship, actually, as we're taking on the Knicks. And actually, in the championship game, the or in the championship series, your Minnesota Timberwolves win an MVP Giannis 4-0 sweep over the Knicks. Very, very cool. That's going to do it for our 2K simulation and uh, part two of our Timberwolves rebuild. I would say there's no better way to finish a rebuild than a back-to-back championship team. Very, very solid squad and lots to like from what we were able to build here. Let's see what the future holds. You've been listening to Dash Radio's Nothing Minute channel.